You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You see, I, I imagine I'm falling down from Mars, right? Which I do. <laughs> Who are those people, brother? <laughs> they look human. Anyway, um, you know something? Everybody is like a little bit knocking. The people who still have a machitze. And I'm not committing myself either way. I've never heard anybody knocking a little bit the people who don't have a machitze. I want to knock them also a little bit. Again, objectively. And here I just want to say one word to you, friends. You know, when Yitzchak blessed Yaakov, he says to him, Hakoil Koil Yaakov. The voice is the voice of Jacob. You know that we Yidin have a special way of davening. They sure the whole world is praying. The trees are praying, the flowers are praying. The Zohar says every breath you take is a prayer, even if you don't know it. But we have an unbelievable depth holiness of praying. And, and you know, all the people are so eager to do something new, which is cute, but they're cutting out the most important thing. You know, okay, it's getting better. There were, there were certain people that got together Friday night, instead of reading the Siddur, which you don't have the faintest idea of, they read Khalil Gibran. It's cute, right? It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. I have nothing against Khalil Gibran, but not Friday night. You mean Khalil Gibran takes over the Chodoidi? It's a love poem. I like what Khalil Gibran said about love more. Good, you go home. Because you know what will happen when you go home? We Yidin will still be Yidin thousand years from now. Khalil Gibran will not be read thousand years from now on Friday night. I can swear to you. And the Chodoidi will be thousand years from now. Because it lasted that long. You see, I'm not talking about Mechitz. I'm talking about the whole, the whole idea, your whole vision of davening. You know, a lot of people will say, we don't want Mechitz, okay. Have you ever seen a Yid real davening? Have you made it your business, Mamish, to see how Yidin are davening? And I don't mean you go to young Israel where people uh, mumble words and when they read the Torah they all go out. They're cute people, they all are cripples. You know, if I studied to be a doctor, I don't go to a doctor who gives aspirin. Husband, someone has, uh, I don't know what, you give aspirin, you don't go to an aspirin doctor. You look to a doctor who knows. I want you to know something, take it or leave it, okay. Favorite place for Meryl is Mojitz. For me, most favorite place is Bobov. On Erz Chorab Arles. Chesidim, Gewalt are they davening. Vishnitz. Gewalt are they davening. Gewalt are they davening. 
and I can swear to you a thousand times, when they say Shema Yisrael Hashem Al-Kerah Hashem Al-Chodes, not the rabbi called on page 35, and I don't care if the rabbi happens to be a woman, for my part, I really believe women should become rabbis, so but, uh, but I'm not going into this right now, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything on either side. I want you to know, the first Shabbos I came to Israel was 1959. And I ran like crazy. I wanted to daven with Rabbi Aras on Friday night. And I didn't know the way. It was my first Shabbos in Yerushalayim. I'm coming late. And there already by Shema Yisrael. I'm walking through the door. And the first person by the door was a boy of nine. And the way he said, Hashem Echad, God is one. I am telling you, this little boy of nine gave his whole heart, his soul, soul, every part, every, every billion, zillion part of himself to God. Mamish, simple as it is. You know, if I would see that all the people saying, Gewalt, let's go back. Forget about Machitzis, let's go back and daven. Let's Mamish daven. I don't care if there's a machitza or not. I'll daven either way. But let's daven. Let's cut out this so-called new age. What's new age? New age is good for, for instead of aspirin, I have a new age medicine. You know, with this new age craziness, we, we're destroying each other. We're destroying sometimes the deepest evidence we need most. You know, uh, what's your name, Dennis? The question, he's right, you know, you ask a deep question. When do I have to change when I have to stick to the old one? The deepest depth is, I'm not going to change the, the, uh, the form of my hands or my nose. And, I, and I'm sure may I want to say some later, and I don't want to go into it right now the second. I want you to know, friends, you know, certain things are the heart of us Jewish people. The essence, the deepest, deepest, deepest essence in the world. And I just want to share something with you very fast. Two sides, right? Talking about machitza. You know, when I had the house of love and prayer in San Francisco, there was no machitza. Because I tell you the sad truth, I really believe when you want to get people today, don't make a machitza. Don't make a machitza. Because we're living in a world with so many walls between people. Maybe there has to be one house for them where there's no walls. It's very, very important. I'm not talking about davening. Simply they should know Wherever I am, people love me so much. But anyway, we had a house of love and prayer. For nine years we had no machitze. And every Friday night it was so marked that kids had to go through the window to come in. Sadly enough, I was away in Israel. I don't want to say any names. And a super orthodox rabbi, and right now he's in Israel. He's growing up already a little bit. And suddenly realized maybe I wasn't as stupid as he thought. The first money we had, the house had some extra $300 Stupidly, we thought we'd bring him there for two weeks. What a mistake. He comes into the house of love and prayer. And I begged him on this before he left. He says, listen, I want you to go there and teach, but also learn a little bit. There are a few things the kids know which you don't know yet. But he was so completely sure that he knows everything. He walks into the house and people daven. He says, what? There's no machitze? You're not permitted to daven here. And then those holy little hippolach, how could they stand up against, <laughs> against this orthodox rabbi, right? <laughs> I want you to know something unbelievable. I had in my house the most unbelievable holy thing. Every Friday before Shabbos, 
one o'clock all the men went to the mikveh and three o'clock all the ladies went to the mikveh. What is Shabbos? What is Shabbos? So he says, what? Girls go to the mikveh? What's going on here? Only at certain times. And I'm coming back after the summer and the kids didn't know how to tell me because they thought maybe since I'm officially like a little, the big knacker there, they should have asked me. They says, do you know that, um, <clears throat> you tell him. Anyway, so the other one tells me and he says, <laughs> what should I tell you? Um, we decided to have a machitze. I said, listen, 100%. Let's see how it works. You know what happened? Friday night we had five people. It dropped from 400 to five. And I look at the girls on the other side. We're not worth it. Okay, so this is one example. Mamish, and you see, I tell you something. I once said to somebody, what's the difference between a restaurant and a hospital? In a restaurant, everybody gets the same soup. In a hospital, not everybody gets the same medicine. Right? We are living in a sick world. We all are sick inside. There is no such a thing. All should have a machitza. All should have no machitza. Every person today who is a little bit sick and wants to fix his soul has to look for his own hospital. The only thing I wanted to add to Mel is please, you know, get this craziness of a little bit new age. It's too much already. It's too much. I want you to know something. You know, some women really think they discovered that women are special. Let me tell you something. By the Heilige Chotkova, by the Holy of Holies, the deepest of the deep, when people came to him to pray for, asked them to, him to pray for them, a lot of times he would say, tell you the truth, I don't reach that high. My Rebbeson's prayers are reaching higher. Why don't you go to my Rebbeson? Oh, there's a story about, which I heard, it said him in Vienna, my father told me. There was a Yidler who had a very, very heavy court case. It was just absolutely no way for him to get out. So the Shotkov Rebbe says, I cannot help you. Go to my Rebbeson. And nobody knew why. On a certain day, the Rebbeson didn't eat breakfast. She woke up five in the morning and she was saying, till him. Whenever someone wanted to talk to her, she says, she kept on saying, till him until five o'clock. There was a phone call, the court case was in Krakow. They called up, Borshem came out free. Ah, uh, the rabbis said, Borshem, thank God, she put on the tillim, and she ate. I want you to know, with all due respect to all those beautiful ladies today, you have not discovered the holiness of a Jewish woman. It was there before. But again, to go back to the other side, the sad truth is, that Geval did we make mistakes. Geval did we make mistakes. And Geval did we behind times. Geval did we behind times. You know what the truth is? The truth is, we are living in a world where God wants us to hold on to the old with our last strength, to the utmost. And God wants us to do everything so new like never before. It's both. God expects us, Mamish, to know every word of the Torah. God expects us to make up new Torahs. And I don't mean Khalil Gibran, I mean Torahs. 
teures. And you know, friends, I don't know to tell you the truth. Maybe Mel knows how to do it, maybe Dovetel. I'll tell you the truth, I don't know how to do it yet. It is only such a privilege that I have a little bit of a glimpse on both sides. I have to share with you the other side. Everybody knows of, what's her name, brothers, uh, what's her name, this famous, uh, what's her name, this lady? What's her name? Joyce Brothers. Okay, without telling you long stories, her parents are members in my humble shul, Mazeltov. And he says that he is basically an Orthodox Yid, because on Yom Kippur for memorial services he comes to my shul. It means he is an Orthodox Jew, which is okay. He happens to be a very, very sweet Yidler. He's a lawyer, and I think I told you some of you the story. I mean, his wife is a very sophisticated woman. I mean, sophisticated is not the word. Mom is sophisticated. That means when you see her, you have to look twice because you have to remember the color she had last time. And you know she doesn't wear shaitl, but... Ah, sir, right, Mazda. Anyway, now listen to this, sweetest friends. This was in the year 60, that's a long time ago already, a few years ago. At that time I didn't have a house, that particular year I didn't have an apartment, I stayed at the King David. Okay, I'm going to Daven. I see brother Mr. and Mrs. Bauer. Hey, what's, what are you doing here? He came to Israel. Psst, unbelievable, finally. I'd say, so what are you doing tonight? We're going to a cocktail party. And you know, I have a little bit, uh, how do you say, Savlanut, I have uh, patience. But you come to Israel and Friday night, you have to go to a cocktail party. I mean, really, everything has limits, right? <laughs> I say, my dearest friend, Mr. Bauer, you know, I never yell at you, but today I have to... It was stupid. In your schleim, you have nothing else to do. I just, okay, what do you suggest? He's <laughs> a lawyer, right? He's open to suggestion. I say, listen, brother lawyer, I'll tell you something. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to Daven Barab Arala. And again, I don't want to burden you now. Barab Arala is Thebes Madrash, where they yell. And I mentioned to some of you, it goes back to the Heilige Kalina. I don't know if I mentioned it to you already. Rab Usha Kalina asked Rab Shloimele Kalina. He says, if a person yells while he prays, like, God forbid, if a person would stand with a knife, Mamish wants to kill you, you yell for help. Is that yelling enough for davening? Is that enough yelling? So the Heilige Reb Shloyme Kalina answered him, it is enough until you stabach. The certain, the first part of the damning. From you stabach on, it has to be so much more. And this is not, it's for real. Okay, you know the way, the way you daven in shuls, the husband says, Hi there, Hashem. Can't even move my tongue as fast as they read. And then he says, Hashem, He looks up, if his wife has arrived already, and if the rabbi is here, and he doesn't even daven, he has a comic book in front of him. Every two minutes he stops. You know, my father, the first Shabbos, he comes to America, he's standing next to a rabbi, and my father sees that the whole davening, the rabbi is smiling. My mother, my father thinks, what a helig yid, mamish, in the presence of God. <laughs> but then my father notices <laughs> that he has a little book and he put it under his talus. 
uh, under his talus cover. Anyway, then the rabbi was called up to the Torah. My father thinks, I'll, I'll see what he has. My father thought maybe Kabbalistic book, something. No, it was jokes for speakers. <laughs> and, and the whole damning standing before God, smiling. <laughs> You're crazy, right? Anyway, listen to this, friends. This is very orthodox, with the Um My friends, you know the way it is? And just bear with me and make it fast. The chazan, the rabbi walks in, and, and, and the congregation begins say brochas. Okay, and I'll try to restrain myself because that's the way they do it. The whole congregation. And it takes hours to die. I'm telling you, I don't know if you know what the mikveh is, an inside cleansing. When you daven there one Shabbos, you're a new person. Anyway, I say to Mr. and Mrs. Bauer, I tell you, tomorrow morning I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to Rab Arle. If you want to come with me, yeah, I tell you, come with me. But the only thing I, I said, come with me, and, but when, when the downing begins, you're on your own. You can stay there, or you can leave. Just remember, this is a, a, an assimilated Jew who even on Yom Kippur just walks in five minutes for memorial services. That's his, all he can bear of Yiddishkeit. Okay, we arrived there. First of all, I want you to know, we walk in, the downing begins exactly at 8.30. And when, when the yelling begins, you better stand on the place and have it prayer because otherwise you won't find your place. I came 8 o'clock. I want you to know, it's not only the way to pray to God. Do you know that people were fighting over us? The moment we walk in, two strangers, people right away threw themselves at us. Everybody was fighting. Say, Shlomi, you have to come to me. I says, I'm here with my friend. He's also invited. Mom is fighting over us. Mom is fighting. In the meantime, Mrs. Bauer, I deposited on the women's side. And there is, there is no mechitze. There's more than a mechitze. It's in another room, and there's just a window. Okay, I want you to know, the moment the rabbi walked in, the davening begins, I completely forgot that there's Mr. Bauer. In the middle of the davening, before Borsh Omar, which is already two and a half hours later, <laughs> understood by Borsh Omar, Suddenly I remember, I got to see what Mr. Bauer is doing. I wish sure he's gone. Mr. Bauer is standing with the talus over his face. Mom is crying his eyes out. Mom is crying his eyes out. I'm, I'm go walking out from the synagogue and I go to the other side, to the women's side. And there Mrs. Super Sophisticated Bauer has her face on the table, sobbing, to high heaven. I'm sure she never cried like this in her whole life. I want you to know, after that we went for lunch, I mean after that, the prayer was finished four, Shabbos over by six. We barely made it for lunch. We were invited, we were invited by a family who has 13 children. It was so beautiful. 
Okay, after that we walk back. So Mr. and Mrs. Bauer tell me like this. Mr. Bauer says to me, he says, you know something? It is heartbreaking. Because I'm going back to New York next week and to tell you the truth, I'm going back to my old ways. I wish, I wish I would have guts. I wish I would have enough guts next Shabbos to pray like this again. But I know now the truth I want. He says, when I come up to heaven after 120 years and God will ask me, did you live like a Jew? I will tell God the truth. I'm sorry to tell you, I didn't live like a Jew. But I'll tell God, one Shabbos morning I was a real Jew. One Shabbos morning. And you know, my beautiful friends, when you daven barab aralem, it's not a question of machitza. Because I want you to know, if Mrs. Bar was crying like mad on the women's side, I can swear to you, the women barab aralem are not sitting there and talking. There's no question of sexual energy, distraction. It's something else. And I don't even know what it is. And I don't even want to know. I just know one thing, that every person who walks in there, walks out a new person, absolutely cleansed inside and outside. And the davening is gewalt, gewalt davening. And you know, our friends, you are maybe concerned with machitze. I personally am not concerned with machitzes. I would like people to get back to the real davening. Mamish pouring out your heart before God. In the deepest, deepest, deepest way. You know what Rabbi Nachman says? There are three stages when you daven. First, before you daven, it's just you. Second stage is, there is you in God. The third stage is, there is only one God. You know, some of us haven't, haven't even reached yet the level of me and God. It's just me and I'm talking to God, right? God is on the other side of the telephone. And again, you know, the Bob of Rebison is not asking for an aliyah. Maybe she doesn't need it. But I tell you the truth, there might be the Bob of niece. Who's coming there? Ah, oh, Benjamin. I just want to say one thing to Dennis. Do you know, I'm, I'm sure Mayal has an answer. Or maybe Dovetel. You know, the truth is, my truth, I don't have an answer. I don't know. You see, I know that God wants me to hold on to the old in the deepest, most desperate way. And I also know that God wants something so unbelievably new of us. And we don't know what it is. And we all are blind. And I want you to know something very deep. Have you ever seen when the sun is shining, people walk on the street? They don't need each other. They know where they're going. Imagine it's pitch dark. What do people do? They hold hands, right? See, the beautiful thing about us being here that we all don't know. And the greatest thing in the world is that we have a chance to hold on to each other. Because maybe you know something I don't know, or maybe I know something you don't know, and maybe we all don't know. But I know we have to get there one way or the other. And friends, in the meantime, I wish 
I wish sometimes instead of knowing every Baba and every Yogi and every Swami in the world, which is very holy, how many here really know the name of all the holy Rebbes? Of all the holy Tzaddikim, our fathers, our mothers, our brothers, the way they lived their days. The way they lived their days. Mamish, serving God every billionth second. And I'm, God forbid, not knocking holy people from other nations. They all are holy. This is not the point. Do you know your own? Do you know your own? You know, listen, you'll come to my house and ask me, how was your child's report card? I will tell you, I know the report card of the whole block, but they just don't know the report card of my own child. You'll tell me, damn you, this is your child. This is your father. There's a passage in the Torah that says, Ask your father and he'll tell you. Ask your grandfather and he'll shine into you. You know, friends, I wish I, wish I could x-ray my heart and put it in front of you. You know, friends, I have seen Siddiquim Davin. Let me tell you something. Today we are living in a world, people come in for mourners, mourners prayers. Kaddish, right? You take out, put your glasses on, you can't even read English or Hebrew. Uh, okay, it's cute, I'm not knocking it. It's sweet, right? Then, then some people have it more polished. They said, Okay, good, right? How many here have ever seen a Jew saying Kaddish? You know what Kaddish is? He's Gadol, he's Kaddish, Shmei Rabbi God's great name should be sanctified. I had the privilege once in my life, I saw the old Lubavitcher Rebbe saying Kaddish after his father. Amish Gavad puts a talus over his face, and it was a little bit open, I could see his face. He got all red in the face. He got all red in the face like Mamash. And he said, Yes, Gadash, God's name should be sanctified. I want you to know, I was 15 years old. I saw it one time in my life. And I can't forget it for one second. cannot forget it for one second. I want you to know the Bob Rebbe never lost his wife and seven children in Europe. He was so broken he came to America, got married again, then he had a son. And it was a bris, right? And again, you're thinking, you know, some people think it's a bris, beautiful, not, and people say for, against, forget about all this nonsense. I want you to know, after the bris, the holy Bova Rebbe opened the holy ark. Mamish to thank God, and he was singing Anim Zemiras. Was one of the deepest, most glorious, most holiest moments in my whole life. You know, the last words of Anim Zemiras is Yerav no Sicho Lecha. Please, God, may my words sound sweet to you. My prayers, my praises to you should be close to you. You know, Mamish, you know, some of the Mamish leans back like this, Mamish. He said, You know what he went through, Mamish? How much heartache, how much heartbreak. 
And he says, please, Gabayashim, let, let my words be sweet to you. Let my prayers reach you. Gewalt, you know. I thought to myself, it is, sometimes you can live for a thousand years and not hear such words, right? Ordinary words. But Imamish, Imamish said them before God. You know, friends, I just, the only thing I want to ask you and me, we are so much concerned in renewing ourselves. It's also time to make ourselves a little bit old. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.